Hello, Kanto. Hello, Kanto. Episode two of our journey back into Kanto for the third time. For the third time. It's it's back in pog form. Oh, man. I'm your host, SBJ, with me, Greg. Hello, hello, hello. This is always like, it feels like, like, like if we were tax people, this would be our tax season. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Trying to like play through a game as fast as possible, but also trying to enjoy it. Also trying to like properly report on it, because I'm sure people are like, you missed the part where Psyduck kissed Misty. And I was like, wait, where? I know. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> I, did, I was watching for that whole thing. <laughs> Here's the bigger question when we get to it. Did you pick the right fossil? I know you picked the wrong fossil, Steve. I picked the right one. You picked the wrong one. <laughs> so before we get into it, this is not a normal episode of It's Super Effective. This is a uh, this is our journey and our experiences through Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. This is episode two. The first episode, we ended off at Brock and we met a character named Blue after Brock. Yep. And we are on our way to Cerulean City to challenge Misty. So that's where this episode will end with that spoiler. You battle Misty. Spoiler alert. And then Wait, this is all spoilers. <laughs> and then episode three will be up to the Lieutenant Surge. So that's the game plan. Uh, you should be listening to this on Saturday if you're listening to it the day it comes out. And just because it's a an event, a weekend, uh, if you are listening to the day it comes out, uh, there will be a very long Twitch stream that you can join. Twitch.tv slash PKMNCast. And to go along with that, we are giving away a full $400 Pikachu Nintendo Switch with the game, with the Pokeball Plus, with the Switch, and it has a wow. Pikachu and Eevee on it. So um, the giveaway for that will be in the description below. So there you go. If you're listening to this anytime after something something November, you probably missed your <laughs> chance. <laughs> yeah, probably. So that being said, let's get into this episode. We head... Uh, okay, was it Route 4? Route 3? I don't know. Route, Route 3. It's Route 3 to Rock Tunnel. To the uh, Mount Moon, not Rock Tunnel. Rock Tunnel is to Lavender Town. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mount to Moon. Mount Moon. We didn't mention this last time, I don't think. Maybe we did. I can't remember. It's been a long day. But they, as we know, uh, they have, uh, before we start, um, you probably put, uh, how many hours are you into the game right now? Just overall hour count. Up to Misty, I was at four and a half. But total overall, probably what, like closer to 10, I'm assuming? Yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm about 12. I played a lot today. We had some concerns about the motion control stuff last time. A little bit more time yep. with it. What are your thoughts? Okay. I still don't really like it, but I'm getting <laughs> more used to it. So it, I'm still trying to figure out what it registers. I've had discussions about this on Slack. At first, I thought it was registering the downswing. But it doesn't seem to be 100% registering or taking like the downswing as the only thing it does. So it seems that the speed of like the the vigor you use plays a lot into it. If you just sort of, if it doesn't read a whole lot of vigor in your movement, it's sort of a bleh roll. Mm. Um, if you, I've noticed when I do a faster motion, it's much it's much faster on the screen. I think the whole get ready part is meant for you to align your hand better with the screen. Yes. So it's to like get it into position and then do the full motion. If you get in the position and do the full motion, it almost always is a good, excellent throw. 
anything that deviates from that norm, like if you're in sort of a facing downward position when you hit get ready, the whole thing is not going to be great. Yeah, I I haven't really decided to like be like I, I'm using the Pokeball Plus now. Last time I was not, I was using the Joy-Con. So two things: one, I think the Pokeball Plus is significantly more accurate, and I don't know yes. don't know if it's a, like a placebo effect or if it if it legit is more accurate accurate. But I am throwing a lot of excellence. Um, and I was barely hitting any excellence with the Joy-Con. The second thing is that I've been told that the left Joy-Con is significantly better than the right Joy-Con. What? Um, because the left Joy-Con has the IR in it. Oh. The left Joy-Con does not. So people are saying that that's why it's... I don't know. I know there's a technology difference between the two. Um, because like... When to switch uses I, I I'm not hundred percent sure, but people are saying I haven't tested it, but if you if you're if you don't have the Pokeball Plus and you're frustrated with the motion control, try the left Joy-Con instead of the right. Um because mm. my the first episode, like yesterday's episode, was nothing but right Joy-Con, and people are swearing up and down that the left Joy-Con is better. So I mean I've only used the Pokeball at this point. Uh shout out to everybody in Slack, particularly, who let me know that to get to the other menu options, you have to shake the ball. Yes. <laughs> Which, I'm sorry, your instructions when you select it say, it just says shake colon others. Like, that is not enough detail to tell me what others means all the other menus. Yeah, it's not <laughs> like, it's super not a, clear. It's not really clear. But, so now I'm used to using it. I still think it's too small. My hand cramps a lot using it. But I'm, like, committed because, what I don't think we mentioned before, is the noises it makes and the, like, when you catch a Pokemon, the noise is also in the Pokeball Plus, like, it transferred there, which I just really like that visceral experience. I don't want to give that up. I like how it lights up. I like how it shakes. I like when you catch something, I get the cry in the ball. Like, the whole thing really it's makes very it more immersive. fun. Yeah. So I'm not going to give up on it now that I know I can just shake to get the other menus. I mean, I use the Joy-Con to speed up the text and stuff, and then when, then people are like, oh, just shake it. I'm like, well, I already changed everything I needed. But it's good to know, um, because I didn't realize, which is, and I don't know if it just started in after Brock's gym, but when I'm battling with other Pokemon, do you get the Eevee or the Pikachu holding above, yes. holding the Joy-Con yeah, yeah, yeah. above? I didn't know that if you shook that, they became like... Roto Boost? Yes. Did not know that. Also, I did not know it took up my whole action. <laughs> didn't notice it until I was joking and battling with a Magikarp and somebody suggested it to me and I did attack up on my Magikarp. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> I good, good to know. All right, sweet. Uh, this is I not mean, It's cool that that's, that is there, I guess. Like, it's a nice touch, like the bond, and I can mm -hmm. shake it. It's like, hey, everybody help. I, I don't remember anything in the game saying that other than every time i see an icon of eevee waggling my joy con i'm like all right what do you want <laughs> usually it's good usually it's like feedback after a battle or it's super excited about something also i transferred my mew to the game okay yeah, i've not done that yet i've kept my mew on my pokeball mew is the one that i have out and it is so cute in the world flying around that I don't want to put anything else out. Oh, man. It is so well done, and it darts around, and it's so inquisitive. It's just like, 
how it is in the first movie that sort of flying around and looking at everything. I'm curious and whatnot. I c- I'm addicted to watching me on my screen. It is so good. Have you met Sir Magikarp? I have. He's great. He is. <laughs> He's possibly one of the best Pokemon that you can have flop behind you. <laughs> I could only do it for a while. And I'm like, give me back my curious Mew. Oh, man. if Like, it's impossible. Impossible to play with Magikarp <laughs> out and not have a smile on your face. It yeah, is, it's very funny. It's amazing. Um. Uh, oh, so literally the first thing that they've the new the minute you hit that new thing right after the gym was coach trainers, which are technically harder trainers. Yeah, yeah, we didn't. Yeah, uh, coach trainers was right after Brock for the first time. Yeah, correct? right after Brock, which is very cool. A little bit tougher. It was a little tougher at that point. Like I wasn't prepared to be like, oh, you are a tougher. You're a you're a bigger dude. Also, I will say I went back to Brady and Forest to find a Bulbasaur. Okay. And then I wandered around thinking, well, I wonder if there's anything on Route 3 and their Charmander there. Yes. Completely yes. forgetting that this is yellow. Yeah. And the game will give them to you. They <laughs> so do. I wasted a lot of time. It's still fun. For that. It was still fun. But I'm like, this is like a lot. Ekans moving through the grass is amazing it is yes yeah i was so impressed by that very awesome in the grass uh before we leave the pokeball conversation last thing is i i i don't i like it i don't love it but i will say when i played pokemon go i took me seriously it took me like six months to learn how to curve ball throw in that game um and now i can do it very well and so i think you know with time it will get better i just don't fully understand it and again with pokemon go it took me a while to understand the curveball and because i was so resistant to being like i just throw it straight then i don't miss but i like the motion i don't love it i am warming to it but the uh, for me the pokeball plus makes it better i'm just not great on the motion control so i just need to play with it more and really just sort of fully embrace it and the pokeball helps quite a bit yeah so route three into route four all before mount moon you got the shorts uh they're easy and comfy to wear you got the Atkins. you got the charmander (laughs) you got the spiros the ratatas whatever else is on that route yeah did we again did we mention i keep forgetting there are way more trainers in this game there are a lot of trainers in this game and i i was beginning to notice that one of my biggest complaints about a lot of Pokemon games is the pacing. And they in this series, the pacing is really good between periods of where you just catch and then periods where you just do battles. Mm-hmm. And it's a so far, it's been a really nice balance of, okay, all I have to do here is catch, and then I'm running low on Pokeballs, and then I move into a section where it's a lot of trainers. And one good thing that they've added to the game is Pretty much every trainer gives you money and a couple of balls. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it's this weird sort of balance of, okay, I'm kind of tired of battling. Oh, I just have a section of catching next. And then when you're sort of feeling, ugh, all I've been doing is catching, then there's a section that, like, there's, there's this really cool balance that they managed to get, understanding that they're really playing two different games at two different 
kinds, and I've been really impressed at how they've managed to keep that balance. Just as I'm getting sick of one, I move into an area where I am just going to start dealing with the other. Yeah. I, I can't help but shake the thought of people saying, like, I'm so mad they took out wild battles. And um, with the new amount of trainer battles... I feel like that really solves the problem because I would assume that you like wild battles because you just like battling and yeah. don't like stop lying to yourself. There's nothing. <laughs> the wild Pokemon don't ever do anything intelligent. It is no. a, it is a, they have four moves. They're rolling a four sided dice. They, there's no strategy there. And at yeah. least the trainers are programmed with at least some competitive thought of like, this trainer's mm -hmm. going to set up Leech Seed. This trainer's always going to do Light Screen first. This trainer's going to always try to do Super Effective. Like, they're at least somewhat programmed. And that's kind yeah. of giving the yeah, a little too much credit. Yeah, a I will say, too much credit, though, but... <laughs> that the coaches, they seemed very smart. They seemed yeah, that the they made the good. best yeah. possible decisions they could with the Pokemon you were using against them. Yep. I think people who really like battling will still have that complaint. Like, they like that that as a way of grinding. They like that puzzle of, do I use my item now? Do I, when I, do I continue going in this grass because everything's really weak? Do I run back? Like, there's more to that that you're not getting in this, in this game. But I think for a lot of people who were worried about it but aren't really, like, battling is my number one thing like myself, I find that the balance that they did create does the game justice. Like, I don't feel like I'm missing a lot of battles um, because I don't have wild battles anymore. Yeah, and I, and I do agree with you that the pacing is great. I think that there, even though there are more trainers in Viridian Forest, I, I think there was, I didn't, I didn't think it was too many or too little. I thought no. it was good. And I do, I do, I would say that Viridian Forest was very, very more, more focused on catching. And then yep. I would make that same argument for Mount Moon. There are trainers there. There's Team Rocket mm -hmm. there. Um, mm -hmm. But it's like, there are battles, but like, I spent three hours in Mount Moon catching, just catching, because I was having so much fun. And it was a nice break from Route 3 and 4, which was very battle heavy. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they've got that good balance where you're like, you, Mount Moon's a catching section. I will say this. Okay, one, did you notice Meowth before you went into Mouth? Yes. Mount Loved I, that touch. It was, it was a beautiful touch. Great touch that he's out there supposed to be on watch sleeping. Two, I didn't think it was possible to make Zubats more annoying, yet somehow Let's Go did it. They are relentless. Oh, I'm like, enough. When you go to those small, lower-level rooms, and it's like, okay, I'm at the far end, and it's just a sea of Zubats between me and the ladder, <laughs> and I want to die. <laughs> this is horrendous. Yeah. Why are you doing this to me, Zubats? I, and, and then if you go into catching mode, they are all over the place. I'm like, they've made them worse. <laughs> they, how? How? Oh, how did man. you make this worse? Uh, did you buy the Magikarp? Of course I bought the Magikarp, okay. even though the person in the Pokemart in, P in Peter City was like, yeah, I wasted 500 on this useless Pokemon. I'm like, yeah, but he's a real good salesman. Yeah, I know. I had to. I had to. <laughs> I had to. You have to. 
You just have to, and I, I, uh, it was, it was worth every second of him flopping through Mount Moon. I'll tell you oh, that. Yeah. It was real good. Mount, Mount Moon is great. The music is fantastic. Music is wonderful. Uh, Jesse and James are great in there. They are. Um, little disappointing that Meowth doesn't talk. Yeah, a little disappointing that Meowth, but I was already prepped for that from when I met him in, uh, Viridian. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Yeah. So I kind of knew. I'm like, yeah, I still like it to happen, but I don't think it will. Okay, can we t- just pause for a moment to talk about how amazing the Team Rocket opening battle sequence is with the big R? Yes, yes, it's very well <laughs> the done. The big R comes up, and then it goes out, and then it blasts off into space. I'm like, this is amazing. Uh, the evolution, have you evolved something? Yes. Beautiful. Looks, looks beautiful. The I, best my, evolution screen, hands down. My bubble sore was the first to evolve, and it was, I'm like, oh, it's so pretty. I have it down here. Evolution looks great. Did you run into an onyx in Mount Moon? No. I, uh, okay. I found a chancy. I found a lot of oh you found a chance. I found a yeah. bunch of I found a, found a bunch of clefairies. I got clefairy. Did you get a uh, clefable? I yeah. found one of those. I found five of them. Oh dang! I was I was drowning in chances. Um, oh, I had no chances. Interesting. Um, Onyx on screen when it pops into the tunnel, I literally jumped because I wasn't. I looked away from the screen and I looked back and my and literally my screen was this giant rock body and I couldn't see the head. Oh man, I want an onyx. Oh no, that is so amazing. And I only saw one. I caught it, but I'm like, this is outstanding. It's so massive on the screen. And it literally it kind of scared me. I jumped. I didn't expect it to be there. And it just was this like everything else, like you have little graveler, like you have little geodudes and you have little parises around, and I'm used to seeing the small things, and then suddenly my screen is full with boulders. I'm like, okay, good job. That's real good. I'm in. Yeah, I didn't I I, I like jumped when I saw uh Clefable and uh people were like, Oh, shiny, and I was like, No, it's just a Clefable. I just, this is the first one I've ever seen. This is exciting. Yeah, it's uh, very good. I have not found a chance yet. All right, I got I got a chance. Yeah, I was very very excited. Um, I, I every area I've been trying to catch everything, so I left. Yeah, I've tried. Left Mount Moon, bummed that I couldn't find Onyx, but I hear it's up in the rock tunnel, so that's that's coming up here soon. Yeah, and it should look. I mean, just be prepped for it because you can't miss it. That's for sure. Awesome. Uh, love that Jesse and James was a double battle. Yes, I was I was slightly worried that they were gonna not have double battles, but they were here. Yeah, that was good. It was a good use to, uh, like of that mechanic for them. It was nice to have it in there. It was lag-free. Yep. Which Very is Very lag-free. Cerulean Town. Yeah. Or Cerulean City, I guess. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Here's the thing. I was under-leveled for Misty's gym because I only did Nugget Bridge, and then I went to fight, fight the gym. Oh, okay. So you didn't go up to Bill. No. You want to talk about- to, uh, I went up to Bill after. You want to talk about Bill real quick before Misty? Yeah. Uh, so I should have done that whole trainer section because I would have been better prepared. Although I had Pikachu and Ivysaur, so my typings helped me out even though I was underleveled. But it did teach me that if I don't spend time catching or just doing, if I catch one on every route and do all the trainer battles, you will not catch up to the gym leaders, which is good. Yes. Because it makes them a little bit harder. Um, and it's not. 
impossible to level up. Like you can do the common chain, like find whatever is common on the route and chain it up to get a lot of experience if you really want to. But the game does seem to keep you under leveled, which will be important later. I'll talk about that more later. Uh, but I did take it all the way up to Bill. Um, okay, is it was it me? Okay, first of all, the cutscene for Bill was amazing. Yes. It was super cute. But does Bill look less like a complete mad scientist and more like a normal person in this game than he has in any other game to you? He looked more handsome to me. I always yeah, figured he looked like Bill to be like a little like I I assume when they na- they 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 named Bill, they were thinking Bill Gates. Yeah. He always was I always sort of was represented as looking a little bit off and when he stepped out of that teleporter that cutscene like, is great dang bill <laughs> you changed my only feedback from the for the like the path to bill is that's where i thought there were too many trainers there was significant like double the trainers compared to yellow that was my first yeah. time and being like i'm very over battling right now i'm i i want to move on but uh that was my that was my only complaint in that area yeah. but bill, bill there was, was good. like that there's that small patch of grass that you could hang out in and get Venonat and stuff in there. So there's that, that small break to look for rare things. And then there was a small break where Psyduck was along the side that you could break. But yeah, if you just went straight in from Nugget Bridge straight into that gauntlet, it was a lot to do. It felt like a lot. So I did take a little bit of a break to go to the, to the grass areas um, to sort of break up the monotony a little bit there. But that, was, that, was a, that did feel like a real heavy trainer section. Uh, oh, Cerulean City! I I had my magic carp. I don't know any of you, I don't know if you had Mew or anything, but when you first approached the fountain, magic carp mm-hmm. got super excited. I wasn't yeah, sure if that Mew was got super okay, excited. Got it. Cool. I wasn't sure if that was exclusive to like a water Pokemon or something. <laughs> no, Mew likes having the water splash on it. Okay, and be in the water. Um, most of the, the the townhouses were the same. Nothing too special. Uh, I did think it was a nice touch that the bike shop had uh, the oh, the Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire bikes or the Ruby yeah. and Sapphire bikes. That was a really nice touch. He's um, the bike maniac now. He collects rare bikes from all the regions. And I was a hundred percent sure my controller broke during that because I didn't realize he purposely talks fast. Oh, <laughs> so like when yeah. it like it's like it's almost like it's aang for you, like pressing the A button for you. But he yeah. just talks really fast, and the girl, I think it's the girl outside of him, just says, "Oh, like the owners." He rambles really quickly. Yeah, but I thought that was like really okay. I like everything about this game is so charming. Yeah, there's a lot of charm in it. Like it's a go- it's good that it's charming because sometimes the gameplay is frustrating. Like. <laughs> The motion controls, I'm like, all right, if you weren't so dang, it's like a dog where you're like, okay, you just pooped on the rug, but if you weren't so dang cute, I'd be more mad at you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Bill was good. I mean, like that whole path wasn't super exciting. I think Cerulean music is really good. The fountain was a nice touch. The bike shop was a nice touch. Um, And then Misty's gym is just gorgeous. It is stunning in there. It just feels, it feels like there's nothing to it, but it feels a little bit more epic because of the way they lay it out and like you have the people diving in the water towards you. It's just, it feels like there's a lot of motion. There's a lot going on in a very simplistic gym setup, which I appreciate. It just, if like 
for the same old gyms, they're beginning to feel more like events yes. than just a gym. I would 100% agree. And I think like I think it's important and it's it's now I think it, obviously I, with with a new Pokémon game it's easy to look back at old Pokémon yeah. games and I think for me it's easy to be like a lot of Pokémon games have the same grind and people like that same grind, but I think if you just add a little bit of flair, it makes that grind just a more just a little bit more enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty to look at. So, yeah, I'll be there for it. <laughs> sure and misty was misty was i mean misty was tough for me um because i was under leveled uh you know i really had to pull out a bunch um and just really be like okay we're, we're doing it okay was cerulean city the first time you could teach exclusive moves to uh your, the buzzy the, the busy buzz? buzz yes yeah. i believe that is the first yeah. time from that's from the weird circus trainer guy. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fan of that. <laughs> I've, I've stopped using my Eevee. Uh, I mean, it still rides. I still check up on it. But I, I, from reviews that I read, I heard that Eevee was uh, is very overpowered, especially with some of its moves, as well as Pikachu. Yeah, I don't. I use it in a pinch, and but we'll get to. Yeah. Even, even having the powerhouse, he's Eevee's clearly my highest level. Did not. Did not. Spoiler coming up. Did not help me in the next gym coming up. Okay. I can tell you All that. Right. Well, I will say I was I was the perfect level for Misty. I mean, I did do um I bet I did about like 20, 30 minutes looking for Charmander on Route 4. Um and I found it. And I did about three hours in Mount Moon, just catching all the Pokemon. And uh I was I sorry I was looking for Onyx. I ended up finding Chansey and Clefable and pretty much got everything but Onyx. But so yeah, I didn't I didn't go super heavy. I know um, real quick before we wrap up this episode, I mean the Misty fight was. I think she's using the same Pokemon she used in yep. Yellow, which is Psyduck and Starmie. In Red yep. and Blue, she used Star You and Starmie. Yep, so that is different. She gives you Scald, uh, which instead yep. of Bubble which Beam, is which nice. is cool. I need. Um, oh, I really need to put that on my Mew because <laughs> Mew can learn anything. So, uh, real quick before we wrap up this episode, the catch combo thing. Right yeah. now, we don't know a whole bunch. We know that there was a data miner that mined uh, some data, and I, I just want to make this clear that the number that's going around is you get perfect IVs and you get shinies after th a combo of 31. So the same Pokemon, you catch it 31 times, you can stop catching Pokemon, you just wait, and you will have a, you know, a better chance of finding a shiny and, you know, better IV Pokemon. A lot of people looked at that number right away and said, perfect, I'm ready to go. This is great. Uh, I love it. And the new shiny hunting method. Just like past methods that have been data mined, I'm looking at you, SOS. I'm looking at you, <laughs> DexNav. I'm looking at you, Wormhole. Just because somebody data mined the numbers does not mean those numbers act the same way on paper than they do in execution. All right. it takes is for the game to add one variable that the data miner missed to drastically change those numbers. Just one variable. I'm not saying that the 31 is wrong or right, but there's already people like Serebii arguing that it's not right. And they are also collecting data, and we've seen this with SOS. SOS was data mined. We found out months later that it was wrong. A lot of people believed it was 70. We figured out it was 30. Uh, for two to three weeks... 
wormholes were it's this it's this go to the first one go to the, the go to the last one only go to 3000 don't go any farther go this go that took about three weeks for wormholes to get figured out and dexnav don't even get me started on a disaster that was <laughs> Serebi says that it's 111 these data miners <sighs> say it's 31 there's a huge discrepancy before you write in and you say that you got your shiny in 29 you are one person out of millions of people that potentially bought this game. I mean, it is still random chance. Yes. Like, like anecdotal evidence doesn't build a pattern. Like, if there were 10,000 people who all got it at 29, then we'd be like, okay, that's statistically significant. Yes. But one person who managed to get the odds to line up once doesn't mean that that's 29. Greg, I got a I got a shiny Feramosa in one encounter. I mean, oh, God, statistically, it, it, it has, to, it it has to be one, right? I mean, I got it in one. Why didn't you get it in one? Um, so I'm just putting it out there. The game's yeah. only been out for, you know, at the time of this recording, about 48 hours. So, you know, if you want to, if you want to shiny hunt, do your thing. Now, I can tell you from experience, I've done this on every single route. It does seem like, and the data miners said, you know, the good stuff starts at 11. Serebi says the good stuff starts at 11. Every time I've gotten to a combo of 11, the rare Pokemon seems to spawn. In Mount Moon, that was Chansey and Clefable. In Route 4, that was Charmander. And right above Cerulean City, that was uh, Squirtle. That seems to be in agreement. If you're looking for the rarer Pokemon, catch the same Pokemon 11 times. And then you should be able to find rarer Pokemon more easily. So if you want to look for those Charmanders, those Onyxes, that seems to be what everyone is agreeing about right now. Again, put a big asterisk next to that. I mean, at least 11 seems doable, right? Like, I've also noticed that if I get a chain up to up to 11, or thereafter, like, I've, I lose track. I think, I think I got Charmander right after I hit 11, but I think I got Bulbasaur... A little bit earlier than that, but again, that's random chance. But I think so far I've noticed that more rare things start to happen after 11 pretty consistently. Yes. So I, I think, you know, like it's still not a guarantee that the rare will spawn, but I think it's a highly increased chance that it will. I'm just, I'm just putting that out there. I'm sure, you know, by the time we finish this series, we'll have better numbers or whatnot. But I think that's our episode. Misty was good. Uh, everything's was great. been great. Uh, I'm sure there's a million more things we can talk about. I'm trying to cap these at 30. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we will be back tomorrow up to Lieutenant Surge. Of course, I hope you enjoyed listening. If you want to help out the show, a really easy way to do so is leave us a review in Apple Podcasts. I believe Spotify reviews are coming soon, but they're not available yet. But hopefully you enjoyed. Greg, thank you for your input. Death. It's great. And I'm loving it so far. Smell you later. Smell you later, Steve. <laughs> <laughs>